Shalom and welcome to A New Week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. A daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible every year and we follow the weekly Torah portions in our reading. Every day we read a consecutive portion from the Torah, the Prophets, the Writings and the Apostles or the New Testament. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today, the Sunday, the 3rd of September or the 17th of Elul on the Hebrew calendar. Today we have day 18 of repentance leading up to the Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur. This new week we have a new parasha or rather two, a double one. The first one is called Nitzavim which means standing and the second one Vayelech and that means and he went. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Deuteronomy or Dvarim chapter 29 verses 10 through 29. However, if you have a Bible that follows the Hebrew verse and chapter counting, you will read the same chapter, 29, but verses 9 through 28. So, before we start reading, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Deuteronomy chapter 29. All of you stand today in the presence of the Lord your God, your heads, your tribes, your elders, and your officers, even all the men of Israel, your little ones, your wives, and the foreigners who are in the middle of your camps, from the one who cuts your wood to the one who draws your water, that you may enter into the covenant of the Lord your God and into his oath, which the Lord your God makes with you today that he may establish you today as his people, and that he may be your God, as he spoke to you and as he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Yitzchak, and to Yaakov. Neither do I make this covenant and this oath with you only, but with those who stand here with us today before the Lord our God, and also with those who are not here with us today. For you know how we lived in the land of Mitzrayim, and how we came through the middle of the nations through which you passed, and you have seen their abominations and their idols of wood, stone, silver, and gold, which were among them. Be sure that there is no man, woman, family, or tribe whose heart turns away today from the Lord your God to go to serve the gods of those nations, Be sure there is no root among you bearing poisonous fruit and wormwood. It shall be, when he hears the words of this curse, that he bless himself in his heart, saying, I will have shalom, though I walk in the stubbornness of my heart, in order to destroy the moist with the dry. The Lord will not pardon him, but then the anger of the Lord and his jealousy will smoke against that man, 
and all the curse that is written in this book will fall on him, and the Lord will blot out his name from under heaven. The Lord will set him apart for evil out of all the tribes of Israel, according to all the curses of the covenant written in the scroll of the Torah. Now the generation to come, your sons who will rise up after you, and the foreigner who will come from a far land, will say, when they see the plagues of that land, and the sicknesses with which the Lord has made it sick, that all of its land is sulfur, salt, and burning, that it is not sown, does not produce, nor does any grass grow in it, like the overthrow of Stom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Seboim, which the Lord overthrew in his anger and in his wrath. Even all the nations will say, Why has the Lord done this to this land? What does the heat of his great anger mean? Then men will say, Because they abandoned the covenant of the Lord, the God of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them out of the land of Mitzrayim, and went and served other gods and worshipped them, gods that they did not know and that he had not given to them. Therefore the anger of the Lord burnt against this land, to bring on it all the curses that are written in this book. The Lord rooted them out of their land in anger, in wrath, and in great indignation, and thrust them into another land as it is today. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our sons forever that we may do all the words of this Torah. That was Deuteronomy, or Dvarim, 29, 10-29. Now we have our portion from the Prophets, and today we will read from the Prophet Obadiah, or Ovadiah, and it's chapter one, or actually the only chapter, or rather the whole book. The vision of Ovadia. This is what the Lord, the Lord says about Edom. We have heard tidings from the Lord, and an ambassador is sent among the nations, saying, Arise, and let us rise up against her in battle. Behold, I have made you small among the nations. You are greatly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you. You who dwell in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, who says in his heart, Who will bring me down to the ground? Though you mount on high as an eagle, and though your nest is set among the stars, I will bring you down from there, says the Lord. If thieves come to you, if robbers by night, oh, what disaster awaits you! Would they not only steal until they had enough? If grape pickers came to you, would they not leave some gleaning grapes? How Esav will be ransacked, how his hidden treasures are sought out. All the men of your alliance have brought you on your way, even to the border. The men who were at peace with you have deceived you and prevailed against you. Friends who eat your bread lay a snare around, under you. 
there is no understanding in him. Will I not on that day, says the Lord, destroy the wise men out of Edom, and understanding out of the mountain of Esav? Your mighty men, or Timan, will be dismayed, to the end that every one may be cut off from the mountain of Esav by slaughter. For the violence done to your brother Yaakov, shame will cover you, and you will be cut off forever. In the day that you stood on the other side, in the day that strangers carried away his substance, and foreigners entered into his gates, and cast lots for Yerushalayim, even you were like one of them. But do not look down on your brother in the day of his disaster, and do not rejoice over the children of Yehuda in the day of their destruction. Do not speak proudly in the day of distress. Do not enter into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Do not look down on their affliction in the day of their calamity. Neither seize their wealth on the day of their calamity. Do not stand in the crossroads to cut off those of his who escape. Do not deliver up those of his who remain in the day of distress. For the day of the Lord is near all the nations. As you have done, it will be done to you. Your deeds will return upon your own head. For as you have drunk on my holy mountain, so will all the nations drink continually. Yes, they will drink, swallow down, and will be as though they had not been. But in Mount Zion there will be those who escape, and it will be holy. The house of Yaakov will possess their possessions. The house of Yaakov will be like a fire, the house of Yosef a flame, and the house of Esav for stubble. They will burn among them and devour them. There will be not any remaining to the house of Esav. Indeed, the Lord has spoken. Those of the south will possess the mountain of Esav, and those of the lowland, the Philistines, they will possess the field of Ephraim and the field of Shomron, and Benjamin will possess Gilad. The captives of this army of the sons of Israel, who are among the Canaanites, will possess even Tutzarfat, and the captives of Jerusalem, who are in Svarad, will possess the cities of the Negev. Saviors will go up on Mount Zion to judge the mountains of Esav, and the kingdom will belong to the Lord. That was the book of Obadiah. Now the portion from the writings. Today we will continue in Second Chronicles, or Divrei Hayamim Bet. We will read chapter 13. In the eighteenth year of King Yeruvam, Aviah began to reign over Yehuda. He reigned three years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Micaiah, the daughter of Uriel of Gibeah. Now there was war between Aviah and Jeruvam. Aviah joined battle with an army of valiant men of war, even four hundred thousand chosen men, and Jeruvam set the battle in array against him with 800,000 chosen men, who were mighty men of valor. Avia stood 
up on Mount Zimaraim, which is in the hill country of Ephraim, and said, Hear me, Yeruvam, and all Israel. Ought you not to know that the Lord, the God of Israel, gave the kingdom over Israel to David forever, even to him and to his sons, sons by a covenant of salt? Yet Yeruvam, the son of Nevat, the servant of Shlomo, the son of David, rose up and rebelled against his Lord. Worthless men were gathered to him, wicked fellows who strengthened themselves against Rehovoam, the son of Shlomo, when Rehovoam was young and tender-hearted and could not withstand them. Now you intend to withstand the kingdom of the Lord in the hand of the sons of David. You are a great multitude, and the golden calves which Jehovah made you, for gods are with you. Have you not driven out the Kohanim of the Lord, the sons of Aaron and the Levites, and made priests for yourselves according to the ways of the people of other lands? Whoever comes to consecrate himself with a young bull and seven rams may be a priest of those who are no gods. But as for us, the Lord is our God, and we have not forsaken him. We have Kohanim serving the Lord, the sons of Aaron and the Levites in their work, and they burn to the Lord every morning and every evening burnt offerings and sweet incense. They also set the showbread in order on the pure table, and a menorah of gold with its lamps to burn every evening, for we keep the instruction of the Lord Eloheinu, but you have forsaken him. Behold, God is with us at our head, and his Kohanim with the trumpets of alarm to sound an alarm against you. Sons of Israel, do not fight against the Lord, the God of your fathers, for you will not prosper. But Jehovah caused an ambush to come about behind them, so they were before Yehuda, and the ambush was behind them. When Yehuda looked back, behold, the battle was before and behind them. And they cried to the Lord, and the Kohanim sounded the trumpets. Then the men of Yehuda gave a shout. As the men of Yehuda shouted, God struck Jehovah and all Israel before Abia and Yehuda. The sons of Israel fled before Yehuda, and God delivered them into their hand. Avia and his people killed them with a great slaughter, so five hundred thousand chosen men of Israel fell down slain. Thus the sons of Israel were brought under at that time, and the children of Yehuda prevailed, because they relied on the Lord the God of their fathers. And Avia pursued Jehovah and took cities from him, Bethel with its villages, Yeshana with its villages, and Ephron with its villages. Jehovah did not recover strength again in the days of Avia, and the Lord struck him, and he died. But Avia grew mighty and took for himself fourteen wives and became the father of twenty-two sons and sixteen daughters. The rest of the acts of Avia, his ways, and his sayings are written in the commentary of the prophet Ido. So Avia slept with his fathers, and they buried him in David's city. And Asa, his son, reigned in his place. In his days the land was quiet, 
10 years. That was 2 Chronicles chapter 13. Now our last portion of scripture reading for today from the Apostles, we will read Hebrews chapter 12. Therefore, let us also, seeing we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Yeshua, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising its shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, that you do not grow weary, fainting in your souls. You have not yet resisted to blood, striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which reasons with you as with children. My son, do not take light or lightly the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For whom the Lord loves, he disciplines and chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with children. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, of which all have been made partakers, then you are illegitimate and not children. Furthermore, we had the fathers of our flesh to chasten us, and we pay them respect. Shall we not much rather be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? For they indeed for a few days punished us as seemed good to them, but he for our profit that we may be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening seems to be joyful for the moment, but sorrowful. Yet afterward it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore lift up the hands that hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet. So what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. Pursue shalom and holiness with all people, without which no one shall see the Lord looking carefully lest there be any man who falls short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and many be defiled by it, lest there be any sexual immoral person or profane person, like Esav, who sold his birthright for a single meal. For you know that even when he afterward desired to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place for a change of mind, though he sought it diligently with tears. For you have not come to a mountain that might be touched, and that burnt with fire and to blackness, darkness, storm, the sound of a shofar and the voice of words, which those who heard it begged that not one more word should be spoken to them, for they could not stand that which was commanded. If even a beast touches the mountain, it shall be stoned. And so fearful was the appearance that Moshe said, I am terrified <clears throat> excuse me, and trembling. 
But you have come to Mount Zion, and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable multitudes of angels, to the festal gathering and assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, to God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Yeshua the mediator of a new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better than that of Abel. See that you do not refuse him who speaks, for if they did not escape when they refused him who warned on the earth, how much more will we not escape who turn away from him who warns from heaven, whose voice shook the earth then, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phrase, yet once more, signifies the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that have been made, that those things which are not shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving an unshakable kingdom, let us have grace, through which we serve God acceptably, with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. That was Hebrews chapter 12. And if you are reading through the apostolic writings of the apostles twice this year, you would also read Acts chapter 7, verses 30 through 60 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that you have a blessed new week and that the Lord will speak to you by His Spirit through the words which you have listened to. For now, Shalom until next time.